0: Good afternoon, good whenever it is you are listening to this. Thank you very much for listening to this. You are checking out yet another Woke and Big slash streaming service and chill. And today we are breaking down a lot of stuff, not just Primal, which is kind of what got us all together. Primal, according to Wikipedia, is a 2019 action thriller film directed by Nick Powell, starring Nicolas Cage, Famke Jensen, Kevin Durant, not to be confused with Kevin Durant, LaMonica Garrett, and Michael Imperioli, formerly of The Sopranos. The film was shot in Puerto Rico and released in the United States on November eighth, twenty nineteen. It's currently available on Prime, and if I'm not to be mistaken, it is also available on Tubi. It's a B movie, and this is the very definition of a B movie, in that it wasn't a movie that was made to be great. It was made to be made. It was made because really nobody saves their money. See, Nicolas Cage, the star of the film, has recently been working his way out of some tax problems. And according to ABC News and TMZ, they obtained a copy of the document showing the federal government released a lien against Nicolas Cage after he paid the IRS $6 $6 million. Actually, to be very specific, it was $6,257,005 on February fifteenth, 2012. And that was the balance of what he owed from the 2007 tax year. In late 2008, the federal government placed tax liens. Uh, on Nicolas Cage's real estate holdings. And to quote the man himself, everybody makes mistakes. It's part of being human. Cage said this on Good Morning America. Some people say you have to be a sinner before you can be a saint. And uh, Cage is only halfway to solvency at the time of writing. Uh, the Ghost Rider actor has admitted to owing the IRS a total of $14 million, and he said he is taking steps to repay it, starting with switching business managers. Despite being one of Hollywood's highest paid actors, Cage has had an avalanche of financial problems in the last few years. As reportedly purchasing, this is reported after uh, purchasing, reportedly. Uh, castles, islands, homes, a dinosaur skull, cars, boats, and many, many more. Now, if you hear things in the background, that is my new cat. I guess her name is Nutter Butter. Kids have decided that her name is Nutter Butter, so that's what we're going with until you guys can come up with something better. Anyway, so Nicholas Cage has purchased plural, castles, plural, islands, plural, homes, a singular dinosaur skull, Cars and Boats, uh, and uh, and all of this before he had to make films um, like this. In fact, this is the reason that we get a film like Primal. All right, that being said, links are in the description as always. Coming up, we've also got uh, breakdowns of G.I. Joe. We've got No Holds Barred, American Ninja. Tons of movies that I feel are worth watching and describing, We're also going to be getting into movies very, very soon. Now, on the Woke and Baked side of things, we discuss things like the football, the NFL. The NFL is back. They're playing games, and Jake and I are breaking down our opinions of what football looks like now. Give you, give you a teaser. Not a fan, personally. But I'm also not a football fan. So, uh, I'm also not a fan of them piping in the audience. There's not an audience to enjoy the game. We shouldn't have a fake audience there. But that's just me. Alright, coming up at the end of the show, you will hear all of our great supporters. But without uh, any further ado, let's just get straight into the podcast. Alright, ladies and gents and others? Alright, thank you very much. Right now, a little bit of myself, a little bit of some Siri, and a little bit of Jake with some Prime. So let's get to talking about this because we should we should get to talking about Primal because we kind of discussed Primal earlier and I didn't record it because I'm a terrible friend and um, by extension a horrible podcast host (laughs) and there are things there are definitely some things that I think are worth um, discussing in the film Primal but let's start off with the Wikipedia breakdown. Primal is a 2019 action thriller directed by Nick Powell and starring Nicolas Cage, Famke Jensen, Kevin Durant, not to be confused with Kevin Durant, LaMonica Garrett, and Michael Imperioli, formerly Christopher Maltesanti on The Sopranos. The film was shot in Puerto Rico and released in the United States on November 8, 2019 also from wikipedia frank walsh aka nicholas cage is a skilled big game hunter specializing in rare and dangerous species he has recently caught an extremely rare white jaguar in the rainforests of brazil and now expects to sell it to a zoo for a fortune frank books a ship to deliver the jaguar along with other animals to the u.s however Authorities also need the ship to transport a notorious killer who must be brought to trial, who, for medical reasons, cannot be transported by plane. On the way to the U.S., the criminal frees himself, and hilarity ensues. <laughs> All right, so, um, so Jacob, Siri, uh, you of a thousand different names. First off, what did you think of the film?
1: I was a bit disappointed. Um, right from the start, we have a C.G cat, and then next shot is a real rooster, and it seems like most of the avians were real animals, otherwise, the rest were CG, and not good CG. I think we were talking earlier that this was closer to anaconda level CG that at that time was very good and was amazing and stuff, but hasn't aged as well
0: no no not at all we're talking about a movie that came out in 1997 versus a movie that came out 22 years later now personally i have never seen anaconda because the whole shit just seems kind of cornball to me but (laughs) i appreciate why people like the idea of jennifer lopez in uh, fighting a snake in the rivers of brazil get it um However, you look at the movies that came out around the same time, what you're looking at are films like private parts and, um, and one of the, one of the early re-releases of Star Wars with the additional scenes. Mm, Yeah. So, um, so there were a lot of good reasons for me to not watch Anaconda. It just wasn't a film that I think was made for me, but, but going to your point, there 's definitely a quality in c g animal that is missing in this film from a film that was a film that was done in two thousand and nineteen um, Another thing worth mentioning is this is a from my understanding a first time director a guy that 's coordinated stunts in the past, a guy that 's been around film for a while before they let him make a movie. It feels like a movie that could have been made a lot better than it was. Um, I think the film had a lot of potential to be something dark and, and worth watching and entertaining and suspenseful. But it was none of those things because I don't think that anyone working on this film was trying to do anything other than make a movie for the sake of making a movie. I don't know what the budget of this film was, uh, but it could have been, you, you could have done a whole lot more with a whole lot less if you know what you're doing if you have that kind of experience. Um, One of the things that I have to say is that there are a lot of Nicolas Cage films that we wouldn't have nowadays if Nicolas Cage was better with his money. Um, We wouldn't have movies like this, but at the same time, I don't know that we would have movies like On Frozen Ground if Nicolas Cage was good with his taxes. So Nicolas Cage had over $14 million (laughs) in unpaid taxes. But, but let's really think about that. So for, if you're getting taxed 30 or even 50% of whatever that is, that $14 million, Nicolas Cage probably wasn't paying taxes on like $50 million. That's a lot of money. We could run down a list, and, and we'll do that, a, a real quick list of things that Nicolas Cage owned. However, um, maybe he had no business necessarily owning or at least not owning outright uh, when you're behind on your taxes. So he reportedly has purchased castles, islands, homes, a dinosaur skull, cars, and boats uh, before before he got hit with his tax problems. You and I, like me personally, I own one car. I have an 07 <laughs> Toyota Highlander, and I love that car, Okay. Uh, it's it 's Alaska, so you run your vehicle into the ground. Your job is to kill that vehicle but <laughs> but i don 't know a lot of people that own multiple cars, let alone multiple boats, let alone castles, plural islands, plural homes plural now he did he did say everybody makes mistakes it 's part of being human and you have uh, some people say you have to be a sinner before you can be a saint, um, but that being said, he allegedly had a really bad financial manager. But that's—I got to think that that's really only a very, very small part of it. If you're Nicolas Cage, like you need to have someone here that's saying, "Hey, rather than buying that island, right." Rather than buying that island right now, let's let's make sure our tax situation is good, and then and then that way, you know, like we have the money saved, so that you can go ahead and and you can buy that island or five that's going to make you happy, Mister Nicholas Cage, and then you buy the the friggin' islands, or uh, before you buy your castles, okay? Maybe just maybe you make sure. Uh, that that Tim Burton, Kevin Smith, Superman actually gets made. Otherwise, why do it? Um, I mean, there's there's buying stuff on credit, and then there's buying stuff because you have the money and all your bills are paid. There was a big bill that wasn't paid, a $14 million bill um, that he's more than halfway to paying off. But But the truth is, like, this movie got made because he owes, or at one point owed $14 million. Um, not because this was a movie that he was excited to make. Although it's a movie that I think if you had a better director, he probably could have been excited to make. Nicolas Cage has shown time and time again that he is a hell of an actor. Um, yes. But he's, he's also shown that he can be a star in a B movie. And as long as we own that it's a B movie... We're golden. All right. But this film could have been a, a dark and suspenseful and good movie because I'm willing to bet on frozen ground probably wasn't a crazy high budget movie, but it worked because the director shot in darkness and used suspense and used what was already there. Um, the White Jaguar looked fucking stupid. It just looked stupid. It, I would, I'd rather watch this movie with an actual kitten superimposed over every scene with the white jaguar. Um, and when you finally get the opportunity to see what the white jaguar can do to a human being, you don't show it. You don't even hear it, it. the screaming. You don't see the court. The movie itself was garbage because the director wasn't very good at what he was doing you're telling me that you have this movie that you have Nicolas Cage attached to. You're shooting it on a boat in the, in the Caribbean and you can't make it a good movie. There are a whole bunch of plot holes, things that I don't get. And I don't understand like why Famke Jansen brought her service dress with her on a boat with a, with a bad guy. Um, why they couldn't fly at a low enough altitude that whatever was wrong with the the, the killer uh, doesn't, you know, doesn't set them off. You can't, I mean, you, you couldn't think of other options. You're telling me that, that the CIA and the NSA and these super awesome three letter agencies don't have a contingency plan. Their only plan is to put them on, put this notorious bad guy on a boat with wild animals and and by the way two of the most inept fucking guards that you could possibly find to to guard the guy. But it was this the film took a lot of things that worked in other movies. The guy gets out because he does the same shit that Hannibal Lecter did, right? Mm-hmm. Because he, he essentially he gets people into his cage and then he kills them, right? But 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 it could have been done a whole lot better than it was. Everything about this film, the end result, not not the idea of what it was, because the idea of this film could have been something a whole lot different than what we were actually presented with. What we were actually presented with was shit, but it was shit that could have I mean, it had a lot of potential. Yeah. It had a, this film had, a, if you had a good director, some independent director, the, the, the guys who, uh, behind um, uh, uh, films like um, uh, Peaks and Valleys or any, any other recent low-budget good film could have made something happen with this. You didn't need to, to give us a good, clear view of the White Jaguar to make the White Jaguar cool. Um, uh, you know, you, you didn't need to give us, you know, the second bananas little kid to show us that, you know, Nicholas Cage's guy is an asshole. In fact, it would have worked a whole lot better if he was a complete asshole. If he was a drunk and he was really a bad guy, not some dude that ends up trying to protect some little boys, not some Indiana Jones guy. He's a dude that, that gets drunk in a tree and shoots a blowgun in jaguars and monkeys that'll rip your face off by the way i would have loved to have seen the monkey rip a face off yeah you're around all of these dangerous animals and you're telling us what these dangerous animals do but you don't show us garbage sir garbage i want to know what the the white jaguar can do and i want to know what those little vicious Spider monkeys will do as well. That's what I'm, I'm actually, I'm really interested in. I'd rather see that than a shitty CGI white tiger or jaguar. Like, I don't care about that. I, I care either about the acting or the shenanigans. If you're going to give me a B movie, make it a good B movie. The more I think about this film, the more angry I get. Not that I watched it, um, because I've watched lots of garbage in my, mo- or mo- lots of garbage in my lifetime but but that it had the potential to be something that wasn't garbage. It's like listening to a record from an artist that, that you respect, but they're working with a new producer. So you're like, I don't know how this is going to sound. Urgh. And then you hear it and you're like, oh, because it sucks. And everybody involved knew it sucks, but if you don't release it, you can't even attempt to recoup. The film is the film was garbage but it had all the potential to not be garbage and and i wish it was a better movie than it was because if it was a slightly better movie then maybe in 20 or 30 years we'd get a reboot that was worth a shit and maybe we still will get a reboot that is worth a shit however this film itself is not worth a shit um but it had all of the potential to be worth a shit. Just because Nicolas Cage is in it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be a, quote, unquote, B-movie. Um, and, and you know, like, we all have our kind of thoughts and opinions on what a B-movie is. Like, my perfect – my favorite example of that is gonna, is is a movie – movies like American Ninja or No Holds Hard, which, by the way, I've got coming up, by the way, uh, very soon. Um, but I, I'll tell you that, like, I'm excited – I'm excited more to talk about the movie and and get your thoughts on it than I am to actually ever watch this movie again. Um, so so why did you, uh, why did you ask me to watch this movie?
1: Uh, it had been in a bad movie group and the the plot was explained to me. I was expecting something very different. Um, I wasn't aware of this prisoner coming on the same boat as cage. Um, don't remember exactly who I heard it from, but that I've been given was that bad guy has a boat with all these caged animals and invites cage on to come and take care of them for him. And then releases them and watches cage try to survive as he's hunted on this boat by various man eating animals.
0: I mean, the film has actors and actresses in it that can act that have a job to do. Um, and, and Famke Jansen is looking a lot less fa- like Famke Jansen nowadays. But it wasn't a bad move. Like, it had all of the potential to be a good movie. It had um, <laughs> Kevin Durant. Um, again, not to be confused with Kevin Durant, the basketball player, who, by the way, probably could have played just as interesting a role in this, um, is an actor that we've seen in a lot of movies. However... He should not have been in this one. I don't think anyone involved in this movie should have been involved in this movie. And I don't know how long it'll take me to forgive you.
1: <laughs> I'll find a better one, I swear, next time.
0: Please do. Please do. By the way, I feel the need to, to plug uh, real quick. Um, I've got a review of No Holds Bard coming up with uh, big, nasty, badass Brody Adams, Alaskan professional wrestler. We're going to be talking about No Holds Barred, a film starring Hulk Hogan and uh, Tommy Tiny Lister, a.k.a. Debo from Friday, before he was Debo from Friday. Um, And that is, that's a B-movie. That is a a B-movie as B-movie can be. And and I'm excited, kind of, to to talk about that film because next Friday, in Anchorage or not in Anchorage, in uh, in Kenai and it's technically Soldotna, the All American Training Center, um, we have the Soldotna Slam. Are you familiar with this? Well, oh, no. let me tell you about it, sir. Alton um, Prince fighting Seth Stacy in the main. Well, not the main event. The main event is actually for a Peninsula Fighting Heavyweight Championship belt with Sean Whitmore and Doug McFresh, two guys who have fought just about everybody but have not fought each other. So I'm glad this fight is finally happening. Um, I'm also excited. Uh, it's Seth Stacy's very first fight. Seth Stacy is a uh, Bang Muay Thai brown belt. Uh, he owns um, AK-49 in the Peninsula Center Mall. Uh, AK-49 martial arts, not the clothing. That's Matt Brown, someone who is completely different from Seth Stacy. Two totally different human beings. Not to be confused with each other. Anyway, so this is Seth's first fight. He's been uh, – his first official fight. He's been a coach for a very, very long time. Um, and we'll talk a little bit more about that when, uh, when Jake gets here. Um, he who, by continued. the way, yeah, is messaging me as we speak. Uh, because apparently I'm terrible at sending it to the, I don't know how many email addresses this dude has. Um, I was gonna ask. <laughs> but apparently he has enough that I can send it to the wrong person. Um, and, and so that's what, just, what I'm going to have to do. I'm just going to have to send it to him again and hope that he gets it. Cause I'd love for him to get it. Uh, and I would love to have him on so we could talk about Seth Stacy and the soul dot and a slam, but, um, swoggle, AKA horn swoggle formerly of the WWE is, uh, going to be fighting as well, or he's not fighting fighting. He's, he's uh, got a wrestling match. In fact, I can probably pull up. Yeah. Um, that card and I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, you know, it's, um, tickets are still available. You can get them from Matt plant. Or you can uh, get them the night of the fights. Um, I'm excited, man. I'm excited for the fight. I'm excited for that card, uh, and that is going on next Friday. And I believe they have a, another match in Wasilla or Palmer. I'll figure that out in uh, in just a minute. As soon as we get Jake on uh, on the podcast. In fact, it says he's, he got it. He should be here in just a moment. I'm very excited. Very excited. We're gonna have him. Um, but this whole Dodge Slam is coming up this Friday. Tickets are 20 bucks. You can get them from Matt Plant. You can buy them at the door. You can also buy them from the athletes. So if you know Seth Stacy, you know Elton, you, uh, you know Doug McFresh or, uh, or Sean Whitmore, you can buy your tickets from them. And if you buy them from the fighters, they get a portion of the ticket sales. So if you're trying to support your local fighters, this is one way to do it. You can, or you can also buy them at 5150 Bapes. And the duck in. So there you go. Two uh you got a whole bunch of different options, not just necessarily uh the fighters. Now I know you're not a big uh MMA fan, but do you like professional wrestling? Yeah. Okay. I would recommend No Holds Barred. It is uh I'm not gonna say it's one of the worst movies I've ever seen, but it is pretty bad in 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 that it's just not a good movie, but you'll remember it. Like I watched it the first time and last time when I was about eight or nine years old. My dad took me to see the film, and I had zero in the way of real recollection of anything in the film worth remembering. But watching hey. it now as an adult with kids and and having seen more of the world than I did when I was eight, um, it's a it's a completely different movie than the one that I remember. But it. it what did you watch it on? Uh, I watched it on Prime. It is available on Prime. I believe it may also be on Hulu, but I watched it on Prime, and it's and like that's a, how it's
1: free on Tubi also.
0: Tubi is great. Tubi yeah. is one that I just uh, discovered this week, um, and uh, I've been watching GI Joe on it. And so we'll we'll be getting to uh, to GI Joe very very soon. Episodes uh, one through five are actually part of the same story. So. If you're trying to watch an hour and change worth of G.I. Joe and get a complete story, the first five episodes are telling one story. And, and we can break that down a little bit later, um, not necessarily on this podcast, but on a later podcast. We can absolutely talk about G.I. Joe. I would love to talk about G.I. Joe. So if you're out there listening should,
2: and you want to talk about G.I. Joe, I want to hear from you. We should specifically address the morals or the lessons at the end. <laughs>
0: I don't think that they include the lessons in the end on, on Tubi. I think those are all hmm. on YouTube, though.
2: No, well, you could probably get just you could probably find a a clip of them all just you know mashed together. And I think that's how I watched yeah. them the last time. Um, I I think my favorite He Man had the best, honestly. Like I think if you if you want to compare like morals and lessons from the 80s, um, I think He Man had the better ones. Um, I think my personal favorite was there was a character named Fisto in (laughs) He-Man and he had like the gigantic like silver hand and there was like an anti version of him which I can't remember his name but he had like a golden like like karate chop hand but there's a moral where um and and I'll have to find it but like it basically it was it comes down to like Remember, kids, if you're ever in trouble, fisto's got your back <laughs> and you know yeah, that line that line has you know has probably been used in prison a handful of times
0: <laughs> or in or in uh, he man uh, porn parodies
1: yes, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Skeletor is going to give you the bone.
1: <laughs>
0: they call me Bonator. Uh, by the, the power, power of Greyskull. Boner. Um, speaking of, speaking of, of wieners, has anyone else noticed the uh, L.A. Rams? The Rams are back to L.A. Yeah,
2: again. Um, Again, it's a bad, like, no, it's a toxic relationship. Like, they go, they come back, they go, they come back. They went to St. Louis. They they
0: kept it, like, funky in Midwest for a little while. They were getting a little bit of love in the Midwest. And then they came back to the West Coast because they missed the sunshine. They had some kids. You know, they wanted to see well, the
2: grandkids. And, you know, at some point, St. Louis said, like, hey, like, what are we doing here? Like... I mean I, I'm I'm committing hundred percent to this, but I, I can tell that your heart is still in LA.
0: And they still have dreams of being an actress.
2: Yeah. It's just like it's like, you know what? I mean what it was is St. Louis St. Louis was the adult here. St. Louis was the one that goes, you know what? I want you to go back to LA. I want you to play that out. And you know, if it doesn't work out there, I'm always gonna be here waiting for you.
0: Richard Mark style. Here's here's the thing with that though, right? Is they went back to LA and they got a new logo, a.k.a. a facelift. Mm -hmm. And herein, herein lies the problem. If you look at the new logo, the ram's nose is a wiener. Yeah. There's no getting around it. I was uh, hanging out with my, my parents were in town, so I haven't been more regular with the podcast. Uh, my, my dad and his uh, lovely bride were in, and we were eating some food, watching uh, watching the game at Main Street, which, by the way, I'm glad we're talking about this, because football sucks, and I'll explain why in a minute. But could not get past the 50-yard line and the big wiener nose on the ramp. That was like 10, 10 yards at least – on, on, on that dick now it was a big old i know which, well old.
2: yeah but you know that ram says it's 15 yards <laughs> <laughs> um
0: which by the way is it weird and uncomfortable to anyone else watching the crowds get piped in listening to the crowds get piped in yeah see he's got it it's a dick if you can't, you know, if, uh, if you're listening to this, just go to Google, look up new Rams logo. There's a big wiener yeah. in the very front of it, and you know what? Maybe we'll do some woken baked, uh, um,
2: LA remove Rams. The, it'll be the soul. It'll remove, be Alaskan wieners. Just remove everything except for the nose. Yes. Or you do a
1: T-shirt. Use glow in the dark paint for the penis part. Ooh. <laughs>
2: Yo, Walden brothers, I hope you're listening. Um, I don't like that the series getting creative on us. In fact, it's a real weird, real Don't cool. you have a textbook to read? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Probably.
0: <laughs> so, so the audience, the crowd being piped in for, um, mm-hmm. for the NFL, really lets – it reminds me of how – much a waste of time watching professional football actually. Same thing with basketball at this point. They have taken away the things that that I enjoy about sports or they or the things that I have enjoy uh, I enjoy about sp- sports are being replaced by advertising. Most of the the timeouts, the the breaks in the game, this warning, that warning, they exist so that you can throw an extra commercial during that break. That's why they're there. Football on on TV exists to sell you shit you don't need. It's it's the same as watching fucking press people you don't like. It's just there to get you excited and then sell you some other shit. Chell Sonnen said it best. It's four hours of bullshit for eight hours of action. The fact that football takes four hours to watch is an abomination. The the fact that you're piping in a fake audience to make fake football fucking noises means that you're afraid to let us know what they're actually saying on the field and that's what I'm (laughs) interested in I want to hear the the NBA and the NBA I'm cool that you don't have a crowd I think it's better for the game it's better for the sport but you have the ability to pipe in and mic in athletes who are talking tremendous amounts of shit to each other Um, there was a there was a a player a couple weeks ago who got in trouble, or not even necessarily got in trouble, but someone heard him refer to another player as a punk-ass white boy or some shit
2: like that. Yeah, I was, well, I was going to say, how many times do you think, if you take that crowd noise away, that you hear the N-word? I, I don't know. I don't know, and that's not what I'm 72. Here for. I'm going to guess 72. You can take the over or under on that. But. <laughs> I'm here for the dudes that – there was a guy who learned to speak Japanese because he knew Kobe Bryant
0: spoke Japanese just so he could talk shit to him. <laughs> See, that dude needs it. I need to know who that guy is. The world needs to know who that guy, guy is.
1: Level.
0: All right, Larry Bird would shit to people. Oh, and he would say a legend. he'd say, I'm gonna shoot with my left hand. And then he'd shoot with his left hand and score. He would tell a guy to his face, "I'm about to shoot a three point on you, a three pointer on you." And then he'd sink a bucket. All right, you have this ability to make so much more money um, if you're having, because if you have athletes that are creatively talking shit to each other, you're getting the fans that you want. People are going to be more mm-hmm. because now it's now it's not just about what we see, but it's about what they say, and it's added an extra element of entertainment. Maybe we have more respect for this guy who really is praying for his enemies. He's, you know what? He knows not what he says, and I'm, and you know what? I am a real uh, man of the Lord. I'm just letting it go. It doesn't matter to me. You know what? Kids, I'm, I'm here for you. Um, versus take, some take dude. Take your vitamins. Say your prayers. Ass. Take your vitamins. Say your prayers. By the way, um, you missed it, but I just told Siri we're going to be reviewing no holds barred uh, with badass, big nasty Brody Adams. Alaskan professional wrestler who will be in Soldatna on Friday the 18th body slamming people.
2: One of the greatest films of all time by the way. Like oh I I don't Okay so when is little, the last night little... Um now that would have been probably early 90s late 80s but okay, I have watch it now As a man in his 40s with kids,
0: and it changes your perspective of this particular film. Now, I don't want to go into, like, my thoughts on the movie before it's time to plug the movie, but I will tell you that No Holds Barred is far more interesting than you remember it. However interesting you may remember it, there's a whole lot of, as an adult, watching this film... It's the best
2: film of all time. Yes. I have, yeah, no, and, well, I have, like, a little... I don't think I have it anymore, but... So um, they recreated, in the WWF back in the day, they recreated the neck-breaking scene with Hulk Hogan. And he was put out of commission in the WWF for like a month or two. Now, as a child, I wrote Hulk Hogan a get-well letter. He responded with an autographed photo of him on a motorcycle thanking me for... They get well card. Now I get it was probably like some like six-year-old in an office, like that just you, like stamp Hogan's signature on it. But like legitimately I had like a picture of Hulk Hogan, like post like shortly post no hold Barred of him on a Harley wearing like the blue bandana. Um, because that was the look at the time. And uh oh, oh Andy gave me a Hulkamania t-shirt, which had like a little rip in the top of it. Oh, she can yeah. do stuff. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. so, anyway, so, Hulk Hogan, probably, like, hey, him and Andre the Giant, two of my heroes of all time.
0: Summer Slayer um, uh, the, uh, uh, the Oh, the, childhood.
2: yeah, the, uh, uh the super WrestleMania 3. WrestleMania 3 was huge. Um, Sergeant Slaughter was a G.I. Joe character.
0: Yes. At one point, yeah.
2: yes. Without going
0: too far uh, into the review of No Holds Barred, because I'm glad that you're, you're, you and I are kind of tracking on, We're on the same page with this. Mixed martial arts, particularly the UFC as we understand it, would not exist without No Holds Barred. Even in a
2: wrestling ring, the wrestling ring in the very end was an octagon. Well, I know, but like, I'm, still, I'm still saying like, it, it's about the number three. Because if you think about it, WrestleMania three, the greatest WrestleMania of all time, Rocky three, Hulk Hogan's there. And you know, I mean, if they could have done a a three part series to No Holds Barred, which probably exists, like, but Hulk Hogan would have like held out until the third one. That would have been amazing.
0: I I think there might be two or three suburban commandos. There, I mean, Hulk Hogan. Was that dude – I remember I, I bought the tops baseball cards, the WWF baseball cards, and one of the strange facts about um, Hulk Hogan was he loves his child fans. I was angry because I was like, why would that be a strange fact?
2: Now I'm like, oh, yeah. I get it. I see why that might be strange. Um, well, there's – that and he has sex with his, like, friends, wives, which is a little weird, but, like, essentially yeah, well- – that, okay, you know. so we'll wait until the podcast before we get into the bubble of the, yeah. the love sponge. We, we need to, yeah, we need to actually have an entire podcast dedicated to Hulk Hogan. I think he earns that. I think he deserves that. I, and, and while I agree,
0: we need to find out what other films are available on what streaming services. I just discovered Tubi this weekend. And so that'll also, that'll be our jumping off point to G.I. Joe because uh, seasons one and two of G.I. Joe are on Tubi.
2: Well nice and this was something I was thinking we should we uh earlier I was thinking we should do is not only can we review uh shows that are streaming but we can also review services that are streaming as well. But you uh you brought up something earlier and uh with the cuz you and I talked on the phone before about the things we're not going to talk about until the podcast. Um, which honestly those are my favorite conversations like hey let's spend let's spend time talking about things we're not going to say to each other
0: well let's let's (laughs) let's talk about the things we're not going to say to each other you have your phone in front of you because i have mine
2: no because i i'm respectful and i leave my phone in the other room when i'm doing a podcast because i want you know you to have my undivided attention
0: so you don't remember what we're supposed to be talking about
2: No, no, it was about the NFL. Oh, yeah, I think that was – Yeah, and you touched on it. It's kind of – actually, it's funny because you you almost pretty much just said it. Um, They're pumping in fake crowd noise. Um, They're still taking – like, the referees are looking up into a stadium with nobody in it to announce the foul. They're like, pass interference, number 17. 15 yard penalty like it's so freaking weird and like there's no reason for it and like one thing I loved with what the UFC did is they don't fake like anyone's there like they make it very apparent it's a hundred feet from
0: where from where they're warming up to the the octagon you walk Mm -hmm. there's no audience you don't have to um I think Darren Till did it right he didn't play any music he just walked out Uh, Because there's no one to play music for. There's no reason to get the fans hype because there's no fans there. You get to hear all of the punches, all of the the
2: thuds. And that's, that's my favorite thing is you don't get this moment. And then the crowd goes crazy. Like, you know, when a guy gets hit you, you know, when he doesn't get hit, like the fight becomes less about the bias of the crowd, but with, um, the whole pumping in of the fake audience and like, Cause you know, there's like, like, this is some guy's job now. Like some guy's job is to be like, oh, okay. Let's play this audience noise. Okay. Let's raise it up. And we raise it up on the left side. Like there's some dude probably making, you know, I don't know. You worked in radio, like seven bucks an hour to like pump in the, like the proper amount of noise. Um, But like, it feels so Orwellian to me. Like you have no crowd. You legitimately, there is no one there. But we're gonna pretend like people are there so you believe people are there because this is how we've decided you like your sports. Like, why can't you just show me it in the way it is? It's um like I I, I swear to God, like George Orwell right now, I don't I don't even think he like he wouldn't even be proud of himself. He'd be like, no one could write this shit. Right now, A.I. George Orwell is
0: like, I I got nothing else, man. You you guys took it from me and are doing a way better job. Um, (laughs) Try and and make the words similar. Um, No, it's it's weird. (laughs) I was just kidding, everybody. That's what he's saying. (laughs) uh, It's weird. It's weird to me because you have this completely empty stadium, right? At least in the NBA, like, they don't even pretend that there's – well, they kind of pretend that there's a crowd there with the noise. But I think it's oh yeah, do it at, at a high school football field, and and it would probably be more entertaining here's the thing though, I think that I don't think players are going to necessarily hit as hard because they're not getting the the the, the pump from the crowd, the crowd yelling and getting the adrenaline them the blood running, uh, the blood running through them, you mm-hmm. know the, the heart pumping from the crowd. you don't have that now. So maybe you're less inclined to go head first into another grown ass man, especially when now you have to hear that shit super duper clear because you don't have 60,000 people, 80,000 people yelling for you. You just have that sound of of, of your head hitting his head uh, and, uh, and the
2: immediate brain trauma. So, well, and you, you can't play the false start game either anymore. Like you can't like, I mean, we essentially we've taken, we've taken home field, field advantage because the um when the opposition's offense is on the team you scream as loud as you can to try to get them to commit a false start um so we've taken that out i think they pump in the noise to maybe because like i said like in boxing i'm used to being up in like in my guy's face like six inches away screaming at him what to do um, in this world you like almost have to whisper in his ear, you know, and then lick it a little bit because, you know, you're
1: buddies. That's what buddies do. And make sure the sodium levels are right.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's the only way to test. Basically, (laughs) like if you can stick your nose far enough or your tongue far enough up his nose, you can find out if he has COVID. Um, That's my favorite way to get tested, actually.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's also my favorite way to test people. It's... um. Shut my gun
2: up their nose. I "I can can taste the COVID. (laughs) I've been volunteering. Hashtag hero. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag national treasure. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, yeah, like, um, it's, I, I was thinking about that too. It's funny that you bring that up. I was thinking about like high school football and if they pumped in all this crazy noise. And I actually love, that like professional football was more like high school football like and I don't even like high school football because I hate children but like the uh I mean you're seeing athletes like like in their prime competing like it was the practice field um yeah it's uh it's very neat I just and the, uh, the marketing of it, like and it goes into like, you know, things like Hulu and things like the, uh, the CBS subscription and Amazon Prime and YouTube and anything anymore towards like, uh, you're offered the opportunity to purchase a product to not be advertised to. Like, be like, hey, you can have this for $6 a month or for $10, we won't shove ads in your face. You know, or you can have this for free or for $10 a month, we won't shove ads in your face. And I think it's really weird that we're required to pay um, pay someone in order to just not be marketed to.
0: If you took away the unnecessary advertising, which leads to unnecessary breaks in pretty much every sport other than than mixed martial arts, like the breaks in mixed martial arts or boxing... They're, they're necessary because you have to have. Well, they're,
2: they're, they're going to bring up the like, oh, he landed a three punch combination. We got to call a timeout and head to our sponsor from Gillette Razors. But
0: Yeah. And that's yeah. that. Um, that would be. But that's uh, necessary. That's as it stands, though, it's one minute between rounds and uh, it's a couple minutes between fights. And, and that I'm okay with. I'm okay with my six or $8 a month that I'm paying for my ESPN plus uh, to, to watch for that. Right. But if you're putting, your wife is paying on prime, well you're putting fucking NFL on Fox or whatever stations it's on. And these people are paying a ridiculous amount of money to, to watch a sport for eight minutes of action, but four hours in front of the TV. That's why sports center is so fucking popular. All right. People don't want people don't want to spend all that time in front of the TV watching a game, especially um, if they can't go to the actual game. All right. But now we're starting to see how unnecessary those games are. You go to a game now. You got to pay for parking. You got to pay for a ticket. And even in the nosebleeds is going to run you at least 30 bucks. Um, you know, you, you five dollar for dogs. a fucking hot dog. Uh, your soda going to be 30 bucks. You're out a thousand dollars for shitty seats. Like it's a real outing and you got to stand in line at the fucking urinal uh, behind some dude that's already pissed his pants.
2: Um, paying- you have this whole like dream of what it was going to be like with your child. And it's nothing like this at all. And you're still trying to like, you're trying to capture that, but like, it's gone too far at this point. All he's seen is you yelled at the hot dog guy. You're, you're fucking
0: yelling at him. You don't mean to. You're like, you, you... Oh, he's pissing you off. Like, he might even be able to enjoy the game if he wasn't there, little fucker. Yeah, however, um, you can stay at home. You can have the same bonding experience, bitching about the players being overpaid from your couch, and then do something useful, like watch No Holds Barred or American Ninja.
2: Yeah, well, and the cool thing about doing it at home is you have someone telling you everything that's going on so you don't even have to understand the game. <laughs> they can be like, oh, Jamal Adams, he's got amazing speed and is an incredible, like, tackle sacker or something. Um, but, like, uh, you know, if you're there, you got to – and your kid's all like, "Like, what's that guy doing, Dad? It's like, I don't know what guy you're fucking talking about, you little fuck. I can't even see him from where we're at. It looks like two ants
0: I- going to war. Like, why don't we, why are we even here?
2: Why are we wasting? Who's it? winning? Who cares? Yeah. Who, you, Who's winning? Shut up or I'll hit you again.
0: You and your fucking overpriced hot dogs. Why did you need a hot dog anyway? You're, you're you don't gonna, even like hot dogs. You're ruining it with fucking ketchup, you fucking turd. That's not supposed to put ketchup on yeah. a hot dog. It's mustard and relish, Isn't like and shit. You put ketchup yeah, on everything. Like, I could have made this for like, you at home. Cost a buck. Instead,
2: I'm here for a fucking ballpark frank. <laughs> fucking dirty, nasty shit. We get some good not even a ball. It's like a bar S. Like it was like seventy-nine mm. cents for a six pack. And like now I have to finance this over the next 15 years. Because I
0: want to have a bonding experience with this fucking asshole. Um you know, I don't way, way, wasn't It's it's kids. It's not
1: it's kids. Moral of the story don't take your kids to games.
0: No, you can stay at home and bitch about the same thing. The other thing is, is they all look like video games anyway. They've got the, 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 the camera technology looks so good that they might as well be a couple of 15 year old kids control, uh, fucking with a controller. And I think it would be more entertaining to hear 15 year old kids talk shit to each other than it is to hear the fucking piped in fake <laughs> crowd noises. I don't care about yeah. that. But if you have some fifteen-year-old talking to some kid on the other side of the world about the things he's going to do to his mother after he scores a touchdown, that's great.
2: Also, record it and put a link down below. Yes. No. Oh. We should enough. just we oh uh, we should we should go on an adventure to uh, find like find the best shit talking children. <laughs> oh. uh. I playing Call of Duty once, um
0: and there was a a, a little English kid. I don't even know if he was English. It was just his accent, but he kept saying you, he you was. can't little, tell, like he kept saying he was Little Wayne. Hi, oh, I'm Little Wayne. You know me. <laughs> I'm Little Wayne. I'm a Cash Money Millionaire. we played him.
1: against that kid.
0: It was like it's great. <laughs> I did too. Pick him up. <laughs> um, it's just a weird.
1: <laughs> this when he the, plays the, Friday the 13th uh, Likes to do a Mickey Then I no. stuck my finger up his bum um, oh, And uh-oh. I shoved
2: he it up his it. mother's bum And
0: gave a pink eye <laughs> too, uh, Probably
2: too soon for Steve Irwin jokes uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> But that's
2: That's where we're anyway. at So So anyway you uh, You weren't molested English kid, no, no, no. But I
0: was—I mean, he was—I would say that it, like, it's weird. Uh, I it was that fucking shithead that's not very funny, and we don't hear about him anymore. Dane, Dane Cook had a, had, a, had a good joke oh! about, that about you know, like um, about comparing uh, comparing actual sexual assault to um, to getting smashed in like Halo. You know, like uh, <laughs> this guy got—I mean, about right. identical. Um. Yeah, you, know, this, you don't really compare the two. Um. Yeah. Sorry, I'm trying oh, to figure out what it was gamer. that you said we were
2: going to talk about. Um. And and that's uh, kind of well, we have, we have the um the revelation, which is honestly, it's it's upsetting on so many levels, but there is the revelation that our president is actually not a complete fucking idiot. Um, He's just a liar face.
0: Yeah, so, okay, so we we wanna talk about the Woodard tapes. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, for those of you that aren't familiar with Bob Woodard or Woodard Woodard and Bernstein, uh, they're the guys that broke, I mean, really, in a very real way, um, broke the Watergate story. Uh, <laughs> Watergate being the um, the thing that brought down Nixon, uh, that forced Nixon's resignation. Um, he did
2: keep his dog, though.
0: He did keep just... his dog. Um, although yeah, his so he's dog not a total was, asshole. His his dog was
2: ashamed to admit that he knew Nixon. Um, <laughs> his sh- his dog actually, honestly, I think I think Nixon was the fall guy for the dog. You think the dog yeah. was
0: behind it? There's, I
2: mean, there's a lot of uh, things Nixon things was a dogs. patsy. Nixon was a
0: patsy. It was Rufus. Rufus was behind all of it. <laughs> yes. Damn it, Rufus. Um, so so Nixon, um, I'm sorry, Bob Woodard uh, has released, and a little bit of audio has been heard. And I've only heard a little bit of the audio. and that's there's, because,
2: Well, there's uh, only a little bit out as far as I know. Yeah, the, the, the,
0: it's probably the same bit that everyone else has heard, uh, where Trump is saying back in February that it looks like this thing's going to be nasty, um, but he doesn't want people to panic. And, and on one hand, I think he was a hundred percent. Right. Um, but at the think, same um, time, I think he, 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 he definitely lied about what he knew. Um, but, but. If, I think
2: at any moment Siri comes out and says, actually there's two and a half hours of information available and I have it transcribed. But, and, and that's what
0: he should I'm be lazy doing. today. Um, yeah,
2: okay. But, but.
0: He's got the so February, this, right? We don't yeah. have any context for anything. We don't. and None of our no. news comes comes with any context. It's all thirty seconds to enrage you or less. It's thirty mm-hmm. seconds or less to drive you nuts, to make you feel what? a certain way. Uh, and mm-hmm. whether it's uh, whether it is um, the the young uh, the young uh, the young man who um, was smiling at, at the native guy um, on uh-huh. uh, on a school trip to D.C. Wearing a MAGA hat, or it's uh, it's a riot in Portland. Whatever it is, we only get about thirty seconds uh, to to get enraged, to feel a certain way. Um, whatever mm-hmm. that feeling is that you get when you see like a like a little boy or a little girl hug their parent after they uh, they they came back uh, from a deployment. You know, then that's that's what we've got. Right. But whatever the opposite of that feeling is, that's the feeling that you get um, when when you see these these things, whether it's someone shooting at a cop or uh, or a cop uh, beating a suspect, whatever that feeling is, it's designed to give you that feeling. And certain things are gonna be turned up, certain things are gonna be turned down so you hear them louder, so you hear them less. So that you see it uh, more or you see it less. We're gonna add shadow here, we're gonna do this. All kinds of crazy post-production for shit that was recorded on a phone. And you only need 30 seconds to develop whatever your idea was about what it was that you were what, that you were looking at, that you were staring at. And, and you're getting a thousand different feelings based on zero fucking context. And it's, it's mm-hmm. that way to manipulate you. It, it exists to make you feel like you have the whole story when you are intentionally given none of the story. The fact of the matter is, us in, on, in the Kenai Peninsula, Alaska, right, have zero input and are zero affected by a, a mob in Portland setting fire to a building. However, we have people that we interact with on Facebook or in our local communities
2: who That's act exactly like exactly what we wanted them to believe. Right up the road. Yeah. Um, no, it's uh, it's so okay. So there's the old adage: um, uh, a is worth a thousand words. Um, now, what if we take that and we go? Uh, we think of it as a way as like we can use the picture. We can use a 30 second instead of it being worth a thousand words we can make that sort of um uh that can make us tell the narrative we want it to tell
0: and and that's what they do and when i say they i mean i mean the the major uh the major media dickheads. We'll just call them the dickheads. Um, the, the ones that work at the other three letter agencies, not the CIA, not the NSA, but Fox and ABC and CBS and CNN and MSNBC and all these other fucking fake news organizations. And we can say that they're all fake news because they, they, every one of them comes to you with a bias and, and they very rarely ever say, we got that way wrong. But they give us the context that they want us to have in order to to give because we all have all of the answers but we all have all of the feelings like we don't we're seeing this and this is what we're feeling and and there, therefore we have to be correct in that feeling but we don't have any of the actual information we get to play we, we get to play the game where we make it up as we go along but these things have real consequences um the, uh, I hate to fucking give Rush Limbaugh credit for anything, but the term drive-by media is a very real thing. Drive-by media, meaning that you get a quick blast and then it's gone. All right. And then they've moved on to something else so that you don't ever have to ask for the rest of the information. The rest of the information, by the time it's pertinent, is no longer pertinent. By the time you have all the information, we already, you know what, we already know what's going on, sir. no
2: it's it's a fast food society um or just like an immediate um instant gratification like i uh this has been an issue i've had for a long time and i've dealt with it um as you know um together we are award-winning journalists
0: (laughs) i'll take it but you did all the work they had award-winning
2: yeah (laughs) but but i mean as long as we're as long as we're in the in the group there's awards i was nominated.
0: by uh, by the weekly in Anchorage for podcast of the year.
2: Yeah, no, I I um, I I want to do an expose on the corruption within that organization because I can't see any other reason why you didn't win. Um, Thank you, but yeah, I mean clearly, um, <laughs> no, I think what's terrifying here right now is. And I don't necessarily disagree with the president saying I want people to remain calm. Like, I think that's perfect. But there's a difference between saying I want to keep the public calm and I'm going to purposefully misrepresent my own personal feelings about something to the public so they remain calm. Um, Mm -hmm. It was disingenuous. Um, I uh, Also, I think the most... The the scariest thing about it, I think, is like the president I heard in those tapes, in those clips, like that's the guy I want to be president. Like that guy's fucking brilliant. But the guy I see at these rallies and whatnot is a goddamn moron. Um, so I think uh, – I, I mean I don't know what to know about Trump, either way, but I think he's purposefully misrepresenting himself to appeal to the idiots – that we are as Americans because we're number one. We're number one. It's like, well, actually you're 37. It's like, no, number one. Um, And uh, I think he's very manipulative. Um, I think he's dangerous. Um, What's scary, I don't think he made a bad decision necessarily. I think he may have made the right decision for the wrong reasons, which is almost worse. Um, And I think there's a great, Barack Obama treat where he was like he. Barack Obama was like, "Hey, we don't know what's going on. Wear your masks, um, wash your hands, be safe, social distance, like that kind of thing." Like I like Barack Obama, and and I honestly, I'm not a I'm not a Barack Obama fan at all. Um, but like he approached it. Oh my God! Don't even show me a kitty right now. You're dead to me. I want to tell you. Okay, real quick, not to not to like harsh this podcast, but it's but there's only a few minutes. So I'm trying to get my aunt's kitty. Because my aunt has actually recently died of COVID. Um and she has this adorable little black kitty, and like I need it mostly because I have shrews. But also like cats are cool, sorta. Well I got Mm -hmm.
0: this one. Yeah.
2: You don't need it.
1: Oh god, it's tail. Oh
2: my god. So we're going to end. So basically this podcast is going to end with me like gushing over your cat's tail. That's that's the way every podcast should end. (laughs) But. (laughs) Well, and it should end with that and Siri making like some kind of really bad racist joke. Like about (laughs) the Jews.
0: Or Romanians even worse.
2: Yeah. Or
0: just like. Or Those like, countries where they don't listen to us. You know, Russians are awesome. Um, oh, by the way, I, I got a, a shout you know, out. And
2: to, Papa <laughs> shout
0: out to Zoe in Arkansas. So um, apparently, we have a listener in Arkansas named Zoe, and she was very, very excited to receive or, or about receiving her, um, her Woken Baked Smiling Unabomber t shirt. I have one left and an extra large. So if any listeners out there want it, you got to send me a message on the gram. All right. We are in our last minute here. Ladies, gents, others. Do you have anything you want to say, Jake, before we wrap up?
2: Um, well, I just like, I right, wanted, like do like a whole breakthrough of like, uh, you know, the so- socioeconomic policies of America and like a, like a post 9-11 COVID pandemic world. Um, but God, we only have like a minute 30 left and it's going to take like two minutes and 30 seconds. Less so. than a minute, sir.
0: Less than a minute. Uh, if all you're right. out there and you want to be a sponsor of this podcast and pay for our zoom, we're not going to stop you.
2: All right. No. Um,
0: thanks for checking in with us. Uh, Siri is always, thank Bill you.
2: actually gives handies.
0: It's Jeez. true. It's true. And if yeah, you need a the dumpster, hand, I know handymen, many of them. I live in Alaska where there are handy people all over the place. All right. Uh, thank you very much. We're going to be doing some more movie reviews very, very soon. Uh, Jake, thank you. Siri, we thank always you say that. You weren't here for Primal. We shit all over that one. All right. Uh, ladies, gents, others, thank you so much for checking in with us. Have a great day. Have a great evening. This has been the longest less than a minute ever. All right. It's going to cut <laughs> any second. And I think it just did. Or it didn't. I don't know. We'll figure it out.
1: Or we'll we say in less than a minute
0: less it said less than a minute for what feels like well over a minute three yeah it's been the longest less than i a think minute at hour.
2: some point like if they don't less than a minute fast enough we get it for free i feel like that should be the case like we should we should and get a it pizza. for free yes
0: it's like old thing. dominoes
2: yeah and a blowjob i mean no offense from with a i mean not for me like from <laughs> the the guy it's weird but like it doesn't really count if you're not one doing it right
0: yeah that's pretty much the case all right thank you gents for your time Alright, very special thanks to Iron Asylum, located at 35165 KB Drive behind Save You More. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook. The gym is open 24 hours a day and the kids are back in school, so I am back to being in the gym before 5 a.m. For more information or to join up, call 907-953-4720. And again, you can find them on Instagram and Facebook if you have any questions before you make the phone call. That number again, 907- 953 for more information. Also, Red Run Cannabis Company, located on the Kenai Spur Highway, they are the growers of fine cannabis, the brewmeisters of hashade, blueberry hashade, strawberry hashade. They make canna-caps, they make honey sticks, they make peanut butter, which, by the way, is directly from the farmers themselves they also carry flour and concentrates including decarb oil and the always popular cartridges now because red run has their own manufacturing facility nobody can beat their prices they also stock edibles from lady gray and creative confections they also stock Alaskan-made Frontier CBD. So be sure to check with your tender for any suggestions or ideas they might have. You can also check their website, redruncannabiscompany.com, for more information, as well as weed maps for their current menu. Hashade as a drink is available at finer dispensaries throughout the great state of Alaska, even all the way down to Ketchikan. So if you're interested in getting your hands on aid, A, make sure you go to a fine dispensary. Dispensary. That's the first mark that you go to a fine dispensary. Otherwise, you might not be going to a fine dispensary. Find a fine dispensary and get your hands on some hash aid, providing you're 21 or over. And we'll get to that part a little bit later. Also, 5150 Vapes located in the heart of Soldatna. They are your home for American-made CBD vape products with over 240 flavors of juice to choose from. They also carry coils, mods, and really anything you could possibly need for vaping. They also carry shatter batter and assorted tools for dabbing. Remember, ladies, gents, and others, nicotine is
1: addictive.
0: We are also supported by the fine folks over at 10th Planet Soldana, located inside of the All-American Training Center. Classes start at 7 p.m. Kids' classes run concurrent to adults and run till about 8.30. So if you want to get out of the house with your kids and do something active and learn how to kill your friends, this is one way to learn how to kill your friends. All right. I recommend doing it with 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu Black Belt, Curtis Hembroff. Kids' classes are led by 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu Purple Belt, Perse- I'm thinking they they might know each other. I mean, at least they've got a, ma- a last name that matches up. They might even be married. You might find out later that they actually are married, which is cool. You always have a training partner. All right. Next up, we have AK-49 Martial Arts slash Bang Muay Thai located in the Peninsula Center Mall. Kids BMT starts at 5, adults start at 6, and coaches include BMT Brown Belt, Seth Stacy. Sorry about that. DMT Brown Belt, Seth Stacy and the AFC's, that's Alaska Fighting Championship's 135-pound champion, Victor Rodriguez. For more information, including their current schedule, check out AK-49 Martial Arts on Facebook and at AK-49 Martial Arts on Instagram. Coach Seth Stacy will be fighting AFC veteran Alton Prince this Friday, September 18th. All right. Also, by the way, also on that card, local favorites, Sean Whitmore and Doug McFresh will be duking it out for the vacant power plant heavyweight belt. For more information or for tickets, be sure to go online. Check out power plant productions. Now, if you're looking to buy tickets, you can purchase them from the fighters or you can purchase them at the duck Inn or 5150 vapes so there you go if you want to go support the fighters individually you can do that if you want to not deal with fighters and you just want to buy them directly you can get them from the duck in or 5150 vapes both options are absolutely available thank you for checking out the podcast and here is your cannabis warning As per 3AAC 306.360 Alaska Marijuana Control Board Cannabis Use Warning A. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. B. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. C. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. D, for use by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children, and E, marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding.